and welcome to a very special episode of Beside Ourselves. I am Daniel. <laughs> you, 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 you are Daniel. And I'm joined by my other two normal co-hosts. <laughs> normal? Who said we're normal? Just say your names. <laughs> hi, uh, hi, I'm Shakuna. Hello, my name is Ben or Benjamin, if, if that tickles your fancy. Ooh. And you guys, it is a very special month. It is. It is Pride Month. It is. And Detroit, not Detroit, Motor City Pride is happening this weekend. Hell it is yeah. It's happening June 10th through June 11th at Hart Plaza in Detroit. Hell yeah, it is. And we have someone really dope here to tell us more about it. Who are you? Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Alex Delavan. I'm an entertainment coordinator with Motor City Pride. I've been involved with them since 2018, and it's good to be here. It's, uh, it's fun because I get to bring a little bit of twist and a little bit of punk to the uh, Pride. Yeah. And this year, Motor City Pride goes punk. That's this so year, rad. it's never done it before? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's awesome. Not man. to this level. I like oh, it. Oh, man. I like it. I like the so, confidence too. Like it's, it's next level, man. I like it. I like it. So, Alex, tell us your history. How you even got into this role? Your roles in the music scene in general, and you also have two books. I'd like to hear a little bit about. All right. Well, I will start with Pride because then we'll go backwards from there. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, I was at karaoke night in Royal Oak, as as you do. Uh, and one of my friends said, hey, would you like to help out with my stage for Pride? I, I can't remember if we were talking about it, but I used to tour, manage some bands and just do all that type of stuff. And I said, well, I don't know who's playing. And I looked and Tiffany was playing. Ooh. The Tiffany. The and I think so we're I alone now, Tiffany. That's the one. Nice. And so I literally said, I will work two days straight nonstop as long as I get a half hour off to see Tiffany and meet her. So, so I have to ask then how how was it meeting Tiffany? Is she, it was fantastic. Is she as awesome it as was, you think as you thought she was going to be? She was. She she's fantastic. She was exactly what you wanted it to be. And the great part about this is I ended up getting a picture with Tiffany. Ooh, were you as alone now? I, I was alone at that moment. Did there seem oh. to be no one around? No one was around. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the best part. So I took this picture and I sent it to my mom. I said, "Mom, this is this is me and Tiffany." I'm like freaking out. And so her response was to send my brother a text message and ask if my new friend Tiffany is nice. Aww. You're dating Tiffany now. I, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I, I know. So when's and the wedding? I, I need I need to know because I need to be there. Yeah, it will. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she will she will sing a song that is I'm no longer alone now. <laughs> so that was how I got involved in that is a you know a stage hand and fixing things that broke and uh back then a lot of our artists were passionate about the cause but not necessarily playing many shows so i had a lot of problems that came up and uh, my friend that invited me was amazed that i could fix all of them oh. it got down to the point where we couldn't play the artist's music oh no and we kept trying and trying and it just we didn't have the ability or and i sit there and i go the guy goes, I, I guess I can't play. And I go, well, can you do karaoke tracks to YouTube songs? <laughs> so with my phone connected to the internet. Oh, no, did you? You didn't really. I plugged it into the mains 
Actually, I waited until the ad played, yeah. plugged it into the mains, and they did karaoke to it. That's amazing. Wait, why couldn't their music play? I, they brought it in like a USB drive, and we didn't have that ability back then because it was 2018, and USB okay. was only like 75 years old then. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, it's baby backwards. technology that point yeah, in time. So, so then that was, that's how I got started in this. Um, I got involved in the music scene like everybody else does as a rebellious Christian kid and going to the church shows. And then uh, you find the rest of the world and you go to all the shows. And um, I ended up being uh, part of a independent record label out of Lansing called Sela Records. We had Anavea, Anathalo, Bloodline Calligraphy, Bestiary, and a bunch of others. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, so Very that nice. was a great time. I was getting a little bit bigger. I was on the Tooth and Nail Street team. For a while, I ran the Michigan branch of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After that, I ended up doing um, the best way I could describe it is crowdsourcing A&R. So I was part of MajorLabelScout.com, and it was started by the guy that discovered Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and once you discover Avril Lavigne and get all your royalties out of that, he created his own company. And so he like had maybe 200 scouts across America. Wait, is that Antonio L.A. Reed that you're uh, referring to? No. Oh, wait. I thought I thought he uh, I thought he discovered maybe. her. I thought he discovered I her. Uh, it might be them. I don't remember the guy's name anymore. Oh. You know, when I discovered Avril Lavigne, all that happened was some dirty rag. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I, I know. Did you get a picture with her and send it to your mom yet? I wish. Oh. Uh, mom, look who I'm dating. It's Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if Danny's new friend Avril is nice. <laughs> That's right. That's right. She's wonderful. Exactly. Oh man. Why you got to make something so complicated there, Dan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So what about the books? Oh, so I was in the scene and all of this stuff. I went to college and I did the whole like get out of the scene thing for a while, and then in 2017, um, one of my friends that we used to run a music venue and he had always held on to every flyer that we did. And so one day I was just like, I would love to scan those. So I called him up and I was just like, hey, can you scan in the flyers from the underground? And him being a gentleman of age, I don't know, we're not not supposed to be calling people old, but goes, um, I don't know how to do that. And so he just, he goes, I'll just send them to you and you do it. And so it was January, it was July 7th. I finally get this package and it is every single flyer it was most of the flyers from our home venue and it was just like the tears just gushing down of like these are the this is my youth right here in mm. my hand and Hell I go, yeah. oh my god i i need to pre- i'm gonna go put this on online and post one a day for like a hundred days and then i was like no no they'll get out of order and I was like, i'll just make a giant pdf for our friends and then I was like, I got to send them back. So I got to somehow like print a three ring binder of them. And eventually that led to me doing an entire book about our home venue. That's awesome. So what's the book called? It's called Seen and Unseen. Uh, Flyer Art of the Lansing Underground. I don't know why I had to go look at it. It's on the wall. <laughs> so and the cool thing about this is that was the catalyst for a reunion in that room we got the church basement back for one night 
and we had people coming from California, New York, Mexico, everybody flew in. And so like this ended up being like the yearbook you wanted from high school, not like the school one where you're like, oh, I guess I hung out with those people. But this was our scene. Yeah, mm. that's and awesome. So that's that's where that started. And then uh, since then, I've got about 10 different flyer books in the can ready to go. And then I ended up doing one for a guy out of uh, Bay City in Saginaw named Brian Hampton, who was running Ripped Heart Productions. He threw mm. tiny punk shows from 1988 to 2019. And I don't even remember all the stats, but there were over almost a thousand bands played on his stages there were hundreds and hundreds of shows and it was amazing to put that project together and he ended up i was starting to work on it and then he said i'm done doing shows and gave us all about a five month heads up he's like this is my final show over and i rushed the book and had a version at his final show and at that final show the flyer for that show was in the book so this isn't like the this is his history other than the last day. This was the whole history. Wow. Nice. That's and, really uh, cool. It was really great. And then I eventually re- released that at retail. And then I think it was, uh, I, that was 2019 and I released it retail in 2020. And by 2021, that was uh, bookauthority.com selected that and put it on its uh, 10 best new punk band books to read in 2021. That's, and then after right. that response, it, and they put that onto their list of 100 best punk books of books of all time. So right now it's sitting at 52. I would could give you many more books that I think are better than that, but <laughs> I will take it because somebody said it once. Yeah. Okay. So, so so I have to ask, out of all the flyers that you scanned into these books, like do you have like a favorite one of like out of all of them? Yes. Okay. What is it? April April 19th. 1998 and that who was the first show that i ever went to at the underground nice and who was on the bill i was uh, gonna that too. <laughs> a bunch of crappy local punk bands and one canadian band fun with fat kids ew a canadian <laughs> i know it's okay we, we rag on betty all the time <laughs> for being canadian it's fine yeah they were kind. They didn't use F-A-T. They said P-H-A-T. Because oh, okay. Of course. At least they were sensitive to uh, the world of 2023, even back in 1998. Nice. Nice. That's and, wild. <laughs> and the funny thing is I actually have the original flyer that I picked up at another show, and it's, you know, it's framed at my house. It's that is – that's – you can pinpoint one day that changed your life, and that for me, that's what, what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget – not even being able to drive, and so my mom was sitting in the parking lot when I went to the park. <laughs> That's <prom>. amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. I know. You never forget your first show, though, right? You never do. You never oh. do. What was your first show, uh, Shakuna? My first show, uh, let's see here. Not counting Anne Murray because that was like something my dad dragged me to. Well, count Anne Murray. No one counts Anne Murray. Uh, she's oh, Canadian, boy. too, so that's the reason why. Uh, <laughs> but I Listen, it happens. Uh, for me, it was... Tra- no, it was Seven Mary Three, Tracy Bonham, and a band called Seven Year Bitch. That was that was the one the uh, opening back. Honestly, dude, Se- Seven Mary Three was so freaking good. Like I, 
I remember every moment of that concert. It was it was at St. Andrews Hall too, so it was like it was packed, like sardines packed. Because I think that was mm-hmm. right as soon as like their like their big single broke at that point in time. So it was like everyone that was like listening to 89X at the time like would flood at that show. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, but my but same but similar experience. My dad was hanging out in the car. He's like, I don't want to go watch this show. He's like, I'll just I'll hang out here and like sketchy Detroit back in like you know night in like 1992 or whatever. He's like, I'm just gonna hang out here yeah. and you can guys can come out after the show is done. Yeah, so. my first show was ah. the Beach Boys, and it was Ooh. my friend's dad taking me. So that was a great time. It was on awesome. like Lake yeah. Michigan on a sunny day. Beach balls and laser lights were everywhere. And for me, my little like 10, 13 year old brain was like, what is happening? That's mega rad for sure. How about you, Benny? So, like, so for me, I mean, I my first show, I, I mean, like, like show being like small as venue mm-hmm. um, to, to me. Because like, my, my first concert was Bare Nickel Ladies. Yeah. And after that was like the U's and Jimmy Eat World and, and Take Back Sunday. But. After that is when I got into the scene scene. And my first, like, punk show was at this place called The Vatican in downtown Windsor. And it was in this, like, abandoned warehouse, tiny-ass room, probably the size of this living area. Mm -hmm. It was so tiny. There was no stage. The stage was a piece of carpet on... That's the the, best show. Yeah, At the back of the room. Uh, It was... The the bands were the Phantom Pains, uh, this band out of... At Texas, mm-hmm. uh, this band called Searching for Chin, which mm-hmm. was like in my in my like scene, they were kind of like the hardcore. I would say the gods, but they were well respected um, in our local scene. This band called Closed Casket Funeral, mm-hmm. which which were like looking back, they were amazing. It was like, it's like like tech metal, like hardcore band. They were really really good. And this band called The Birds. Ooh. So the Birds, from what I recall. They just made like bird sounds, <laughs> so that's awesome. And but yeah, and uh, I wish I had the flyer for that show. There actually is uh, a, an Instagram account. It's called like Windsor, like DIY, mm-hmm. um, like archive, and it's all it is. It's kind of like your book, Alex. It's mm-hmm. like like flyer at the flyer at the flyer, and he, he just like accepts like. Like flyers like and people you just post them on uh, on his account and it, it's a pretty like like like, like rad idea it's like I can picture like that just in like a handheld a handheld book yeah. um but actually I only have one punk rock book and I don't know if you heard, you probably have heard about it but it's called American Hardcore mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I I bought it after seeing the like the documentary um at a at a film festival years back but yeah, that, I'm, I'm kind of getting off the uh, off course here, but no. yeah, I definitely I, I like how we all have our own like little stories of how we kind of found like punk rock. So it's, it's yeah. kind of cool. So to uh, get back into now, Pride. I'm gonna blow your mind here first. Oh, okay. Oh, my oh. first concert blow ever was the Beach Boys with my dad. Oh, where? And then I will. I always say that my first real concert that I went to with my brother was when I went and saw the Verve Pipe for the first time. Of. 52 shows so far wow you've seen the 52 verb five shows yes that's amazing so yeah well when your favorite band plays commercially and only plays in your own state it helps well, yeah. I mean, it it also helps too. That like yeah. the Bird Pipes also had like a very very long career too, and and solid albums. I honestly, like yeah, yeah, just like Villains, like to I me is still them. like a very very like top ten album for me in terms of like my youth. I I yep. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to that album. I'm so glad I finally have it on vinyl now too. Yay! 
Yay. Yay. All right, so to get back on to Pride, as, as sexy and beautiful and interesting mm. as Alex is, let's shift away a little. <laughs> Just so a little Alex, bit. because you are doing this, what does, in your words, what does Pride mean to you? You know, it's, I can give you the textbook definition for a no, lot I of people. Your. <laughs> My definition is it's people being their authentic self. And it can give a home for somebody to do what they want, say what they want, be what they want sound like what they want, dress like they are. And it's the one place that people can, some people can feel free to do that. And that's awesome. And it's, it's great that I can contribute in some way to people having a great time. How long has it been at Hart Plaza? I do not know that one as long, at least I wish I could go back and. I looked up a little bit of history yeah. But it doesn't say when it started in Hart Plaza. From 1986 to 1988, the Civil Rights March took place down Woodward Avenue and rallied all the way to Kennedy Square. And then they would do a big party at McGregor Center on the mm-hmm. campus at Wayne State. And then eventually it moved to Lansing, where like the main one was because, you know, more room, more publicity, whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't say when it moved to Heart Plaza, but as long as I've known, I thought it's been around yeah. there. As long as I've known, that's where it's been. I wish so. it still did that. I wish it still marched all the way down Woodward because fuck the Dream Cruise. I want to yeah. see Pride March all the way down Woodward. Exactly. <laughs> There's yeah. a long ride, but <laughs> all the way from Flint down to Heart down Plaza. There. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'd be Everyone the longest be walk ever. No one would be partying. They'd be tired. Barely, yeah. Um, By the end, but if you could make it from Flint all the way down to Hart Plaza, you better be proud of <laughs> yourself <laughs> and that accomplishment. Not just who you are, but that is and what you can do yep. is amazing. Your calves will be very proud of you. Absolutely. <laughs> so you've done this since 2017. What are some of the more or most exciting bands or acts that you've booked? Um, so I've been a part of it since then last year is the first time that i actually got into the booking side of things Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was my first time being a stage manager and the booking side and it was uh, last year uh, let me pull off the uh, laminate schedule that i had um i had so many great bands last year some of my favorites were the rodeo boys the doozers um I really like summer, like the season. Every one of my artists last year were amazing. And it, mm. when I only had one stage, it was it was a great learning experience to have to do that before I jumped to the main stage, too. So now where was the stage actually located in terms of like Heart Plaza? I know obviously some of the, mm-hmm. some of the people that are listening to this don't know the topography of like that particular site. But yeah. like, is it like the for us, because we've been there before, mm-hmm. is it like the main stage as you're like you're coming in off of the street off of Woodward or is the one that's like in the farther back? It, it's farther back by the Detroit Princess. Got it. OK. So there's a little plateau there that we usually use and it was great and like they really upped the game with our stage and it really felt like last year that stage wasn't just an afterthought and like an extra thing but it it felt like that stage was actually bigger than the than the main stage last year so that was great to see and we could have a front of house engineer and a monitors engineer and those guys i'm so they just did a great job and Hmm. because i got a lot of bands that were used to changeovers and stuff i didn't have to do anything at all practically i just 
they started when they needed to, ended when they needed to. Everybody helped each other out, and the sound guys just it ran itself. That's awesome. How how do you ensure that the bands featured in Motor City Pride align to the content that's right for the event as you're picking uh, these bands? Sure. Um, some of them we pick. Some of them, uh, uh, most of them, auditions uh, submit an application through auditions mm. manager, okay. so they kind of say what they are, and you'll see a lot of people that go in there and say, you know, we are. I can go back to like one that I'll talk about later. The the Desert Sharks. They were they post in there that we are in line with this. In fact, we have a couple of queer members as well. So, and I will use that term with respect because they sure they identify as such. Yeah. So it's very much so, and that was great for to hear them. And then I talked to other ones, and what's amazing is a lot of artists will stand up for this, and one of my bands in the last two years they said we're playing and they had a band member that said i'm not doing that i'm not playing pride and they said you're done get out of here and they stood up for that and that was just it's one of those things Mm -hmm. to hear them tell that story and that this mattered to them so much it was just amazing to see so it's you know, you see a lot of people that are applying and want to do it, and it's it's great. It's great that people want to share their talents and provide that entertainment, and we want to make sure there's high-quality entertainment every year. That's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. what, would, what would you say is, like, some of the challenges of, like, of booking the, of these bands, or, or maybe the challenges sure. of running, like, a big stage like that? Yeah. One of my biggest challenge, I'll tell you, is the budget that we have. We are entirely donation-based. Really? Yes. Um, we charge $5 at the door. Okay. Which is less than most punk shows these days. Sure. Without question. Definitely less seeing... than most punk shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you seen artists. the tickets prices these days? They're, they're yeah. not cheap. Even house shows have gone to are 15 and up. I, I mean, that's what I'm charging at my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> so one of my biggest challenges is every single person in the entire world thinks that you should just get Beyonce. People have said that on facebook uh they'll say are we supposed to know these artists or pass and why didn't you get beyonce and i say you're welcome to step forward with that 24 million dollar donation i'm sure she'll be more than happy to play for 24 mil no problem yes yeah and so just working that budget is is one of my biggest challenges um again and I know that some smaller prides in small cities that have two stages in one day have as big of a budget as I do for four stages over two days where I'm trying to get those national headliners. And so that is the challenge, but we make it work. And when people trust what's uh, going to be on that stage, it's really, really impressive. And I can only imagine like the, the more that this thing grows and, and evolves, you're going to be able to find more national talent. that will be able to, to join on to these kind of like over time, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the good news is that uh, word is starting to get out that Motor City Pride is the place to be for up and coming artists. Once I booked one of the bands, word got out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I started getting national bands coming to me and one leads to the next one leads to the next. And we have local artists that will have 29 monthly listeners on Spotify, but ask for (laughs) $2,500. Okay. All right. And I'm like, 
do you know how many national bands that I could actually get for that? So it's it's just a challenge because you do want to focus on that. You want to bring in that talent, but you also sure. want to give those opportunities to your locals. Speaking of, do you think, I mean, not budget-wise, because obviously this would be way out of budget, way, way, way out of budget. So Taylor Swift is playing the 10th in Detroit. Do you think she's just going to show up at Pride? You know what? I would give her a stage. If I was given I that opportunity. Would. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I mean, I, I feel like she'll be there. I mean, she's in Detroit. She's been an advocate for Pride on her tour. So I would love advocate. that. I, didn't... I love how you're throwing the idea that Taylor, Taylor, he's manifesting it, all right? He's, he's, he he's man- manifesting no, no, it. No, I'm actually, I appreciate that at all. I, 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 I'd be so stoked if she was for you. I'm actually I'll, planning <laughs> on going to Pride on Saturday. Yes, and then should. I plan on going up on top of one of the parking structures during Taylor's show and trying to watch some of Taylor's concerts. <laughs> I get to see it, though. It's in Ford Field. Yeah, but Ford yeah, Field's closed it, off. Uh, you, Ford Field is Ford closed. closed off, sir. Yeah, it's, oh, it's got a, it? it's got a think, yeah. never mind. I was thinking of the baseball. <laughs> nope, you're thinking of Comerica. I know sports. <laughs> I mean, sports if, ball if, if you stadium. can see through the ceiling, you know, it's a, I'm sure that's you can not get... fair, Taylor. Other people have she's played in other open arenas. Uh, I'm sure you can hear the bass, maybe. It's you might be able maybe. to, yeah. Capitalism maybe. ruins everything. I got yeah. bad blood now. Down with capitalism. <laughs> All right, without naming names, and not just in the past two years when you booked. What are some horror stories or difficult situations with bands you've had to deal with? Obviously, you don't want to oust anyone. Yes. Or... But just examples. <laughs> you know, um, like I said, most of my problems have been stage issues of just somebody handing me, here's my flash drive. And I go, don't know where I should put that. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody goes, here's my food. Here's my phone. And I go, cool, cool. Uh, you have the new iPhone that doesn't have a headphone jack. Neat. Neat. Nice. <laughs> Neat. Um, I've had bands that showed up five minutes before their set, and we have to rush. And those guys, as much as I love them, were the ones that decided to use their own amps instead of our backline. Oh. But, you know, I'll forgive them. Cool. Yeah. They had to play at the same time as somebody else, and they didn't have much of a crowd. So I'll... Be nice on that part. <laughs> um, you know, we've had some a lot of different things and just making sure things go smoothly. Nice. Okay, pie in the sky. If if you had if you had an unlimited budget, what would you envision your your dream pride lineup to be? Let's just do I, three. Let, yeah, three. Okay. Like top three. Yeah, that works. I like that. I like what that. everybody else would like. No, um, no. What would you? What would you like? You, I would love you. to get. I would love to have Laura Jane Grace. Nice. That would be sick. That would be sick for sure. I, I don't think I'll ever get it because I understand uh, her value. Uh, 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 the, uh, uh, power of positive thinking. I would love friend. to th- power positive that. thinking. Yeah. Um, but just budget wise, I know that that's <laughs> always my challenge. Um, I would love to have Bob Mould. That'd be good. Really no good. one else at Pride would probably appreciate the way I would, but <laughs> I would love that. And then, like, I love Britney. It's Britney so Mitch. much. Yeah. It is. I would love Britney someday. Too. Yeah, it would be great. That would, would be. Oh, the, we got like, Britney the, in the background over there, and exactly. Ben. Just the random. I still three. think Circus is a better album. Ooh, Benny. That, that's Tom Patel is my favorite. 
I think circus is when she really got into her groove, and it was fun and still pop. So but... this is kind of off topic, but Dan did try to sell my wife like <laughs> eight Britney records. <laughs> did she listen to circus? I told her to listen to circus. We haven't listened to circus yet. Oh, have we? No, we haven't. She wow. says no. Like wow. to his credit, though, I've seen that man sell records, and whew, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I know what's up. Yeah. I've only seen uh, Britney live once, and I was really drunk. So, did you say you've seen Britney? I have. Yeah, she did a Vegas residency, and my wife dragged me along to yes. that. Dude, I was I, you. I was so freaking drunk. I had no idea what the hell was going on. Cause, well, because here's the thing: is like, so like, obviously, like she grew up with her, so it was one of those things for me. It was like, uh, you know. Uh, I, I like a few of her songs. It's not like it's not anything that I'm like I'm super excited about. She's like, okay, well, what if I just got you drunk and just dragged you over to, to the show? And I was like, I'm never gonna say no to free alcohol, of course. Uh, <laughs> so so we went to like we went to the bar that was like neighboring towards like wherever the venue was, and just it was like shot after shot after shot after mixed drink after mixed drink, and I, I had a fucking blast. <laughs> it was like I, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but I'm like, man, this is this is a good time. I should probably do this again more often. It was a good time. I went there and saw that residency as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. I was Yeah, I was in Vegas for a work conference. Nice. And uh, for some reason, no other research administrator would want to go see Britney Spears with me. Oh. So I, I went, bought Same. one ticket on, on StubHub. Yeah. I had the aisle seat. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's awesome. Even okay. better. Because like, right. these two awesome girls come sit next to me. Nice. I'm talking with them. They're like, you're you're by yourself. I was like, "Yeah, I can pretty much guarantee you that I'm the only straight dude here by himself <laughs> to see Britney Spears." And they were like, "Sure, sure, sure you, sure you <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, you're straight." But yeah, like, believe that. I, we had a blast, all three of us, and then um, we ended up hanging out a couple more times that weekend. And it was just those are my Britney girls, and I made them a promise. <laughs> They're from Chicago, and um, I, I made them a promise that. If and when Britney tours again and hits Chicago, I'm going out there. So nice. nice. Very cool. But it was a great time. Yeah, it, it was a it was a very elaborate show. Uh, I, I think she did really, really well. Um, it's unfortunate because like knowing obviously her her past and like everything that was going on with like yeah. her stewardship and custodianship and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like it, it kind of felt like in retrospect, like looking back at it now, I'm like, man, she was probably doing that under duress, most likely, and that's that's not cool. But then, like, but I was like, but it was also a fun show. So it's it's like taking your kids to the zoo and being like, no, 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 the no. lion. It <laughs> likes being in there. <laughs> it totally like, enjoys that. It makes yeah. us happy, and I, you feel bad, and now you feel worse. Right? But... Yeah. No, it was it was a great show. I had yeah. a lot had a lot a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. Or you take them to the circus. Hey, oh. brooch. All right, so we're 30 minutes in. I want to switch over to the playlist. Let's right. do it. So, so we'll have okay. Alex introduce the song, tell us yes. a little bit about a, either a story or about the band, sure. and then we'll play it and then go yeah. from there. So my first one is One Line Drawing. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know this. This is Jonah. He was in the band Far. He was in Gratitude. Um, you can go online. This kind of puts it in perspective for a lot of my friends is you can go online and see Thursday performing with Jonah and they're performing Jonah's song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
And so, you know, he put out a record a couple of years. Um, I think it was 2022 on iodine recordings um, named Tenderwild. And this one is don't give up. And one of the things that really resonates with me is not to get like all emo, but the lyrics there just it starts with. Uh, I know I could never really know the way you're feeling, but I'll try. Nice. And this song even features uh, Chris Carrab of Dashboard Confessional. But like this song is going to hit so hard that day so he's playing on sunday but let's give it a roll let's do it Okay, so I have to ask: uh, Is Chris Caraba actually going to be showing up for uh, for Pride? <laughs> Alex, you're muted. Alex, you're muted. <laughs> uh, Chris has just as much of a chance as uh, Taylor Swift. Sweet. Okay, cool. So Chris is going to be there. Perfect. Got it. Yeah, but All Taylor right. Swift exactly. is actually in town. You have the guarantee. I- that is true. So, I don't yeah. think she's going to perform, but she's going to be there. She'll be there, you know. Chris, all right, I'm going to put it out there. Chris Caraba, you're also welcome to come, <laughs> and I'll put a guitar in your hand and give you a stage. There you go. Perfect. You heard it here first, Chris. Exactly. Get get your ass here to Michigan. Yeah. But, you know, one-line drawing, I love Jonas so much, and it goes back to, I think, I was looking this up, 2002, I saw him at Crazy Fest. And then Clutch Cargos, when he was in tour with Thursday from Autumn to Ashes and Planes Mistaken for Stars. I saw him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw him with. I fucking love that band. (laughs) So good. You still can. And then I saw him in February of 2003 at the shelter with Coheed and. Wow. uh, Cope's Fall, the Rocking Horse winner. Damn. Just amazing. And it's it feels really good. And the most terrible part about this is since I'm managing another stage i get to bring him here but probably not see him no so it's funny when i worked at the radio station i remember we actually got a copy of visitor uh to to play and uh try to remember the name of the track off the top of my head i want to say it was i want to say it was smile that yep that that kind of rings a bell for me some for some odd reason and i remember it was like one of our most heavily uh played songs in rotation uh on, on our station for a little while and man yeah, that bring, brings back so many freaking memories. It's it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, I, now I actually kind of want to go and go watch him play. Jeez. Yeah, well, you should. He plays on Sunday at uh, one fifteen, and from what I hear, there might be a Sunday after party with him. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Well, I'm I'm putting it down the list. So, anyways, any your thoughts? Yeah. No, I just I I'm always a fan of like like acoustic. Like, like like sad boy jam so i was a fan it's probably one of my favorite songs on the list that you that you provided so it's a pretty awesome i i can appreciate that and dashboard who's yeah. the dashboard so anything that's sad boy is automatically in benny's wheelhouse oh 100 <laughs> percent. so uh what do you got for uh for tracks two alex all right number two uh, Breakfast for Dinner. This band is kicking things off on Saturday. Uh, they're from Buffalo, New York. Um, I, they were one of those bands I found from a band from a friend band, and it was just their label guy gave me early access to their EP, and 
It is already on my top EP of the year. And I'm not just saying that because I'll be running that band <laughs> in the near future, but it is, it's amazing. And they're releasing a bunch of signals up, up until the release. But uh, I kind of put on your list, uh, I believe it was, tell me something. It is. Which is, is the most recent one, which is just last week. But it's, it's amazing. Cool. Let's give it a listen. Yeah, so um, I was giving a listen to this song. I, I feel like I'm always <laughs> jumping in to, to offer comments here, but it's also because I'm the one fading down the music. Um, I uh, So Dan gave us this playlist to listen to about two nights ago, and I was like, well, I'll give this a listen while I'm at work uh, tomorrow or today and i was uh i was jamming out to this song like super hard and i just i can't get enough of it i don't know if you're familiar with uh the band uh churches by chance alex absolutely yeah this this totally gives me like churches vibes all day long there's like that whole like really heavy synth pop sort of uh kind of undertone to it but also like a nice good female leading vocal it just everything about it just hits all those same notes that i would hear from bands like broods like churches like tovlo like the, the same kind of like same vibe the same the same mood and just but also making it completely their own um yeah i'm i'm super into this once they release a full album i will be uh getting that on vinyl for sure it just i'm, I'm already i'm already sold i mean Scooter knows like and, like and so does Dan like knows like my love for churches as well. So like, I want to like, emulate I think Jacuna's uh, like thoughts as well like, because I felt the same way. Like I this is like I'm, I'm, like my second favorite <laughs> like like a song um of this of this collection because I was like this is awesome and I was I was pretty I was pretty stoked to hear it. So I mean yeah and. I love churches too. Like I, like I have all their albums, so it'd be cool to have another type of like band in that wheelhouse in my collection if they ever do release vinyl. Alex, have you uh, heard uh, Church's new uh, album yet? Uh, Screen violence. It just came out like a year ago or two years ago. Not yet. I'm still Hi catching up on a lot of things. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Uh, highly recommend. Just as a mental note, listen to the song "How Not to Drown." Uh, it has a, a certain guest vocal that uh, might be very, very familiar to you. Very, very maybe a maybe a one Robert Smith from The Cure, perhaps. And it's it's nice. it's just you said noise. You said they're opening the acts on Saturday. What time is that? Uh, they still so they play at one fifteen. So uh, doors uh, open at twelve. I think no at one o'clock. Okay. But if you happen to be around at twelve thirty, you might get in early. Nice. But it's yeah, they they kick it off, and there is no better way to do it. And they are actually out of all of the bands. I I'm sorry to everybody else, but they are my number two band that I'm so excited to see. Yeah, that there I'm you most go. excited to see. And it's I don't. It was just that those their songs catch you, and they just keep you. And 
if you want some extra credit from them, go to listen to uh, Can't Get Over You, their single from no, last November. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's clearly going to be my most played song of Can't Get year. Over You? Okay, I'm yeah. Adding it to the list now. now. Yeah, I'm going to give you extra credit for every one of these artists. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, uh, track number three uh, that you put us into the playlist. What sure. do you what we got for us, Alex? Yes, uh, Better Love. This band is from Chicago and amazing. I just, again, I have not stopped listening to this playlist. And like, I have been sitting on this lineup for months and I just on pins and needles. And uh, my girlfriend and I have been listening to it for so long. Um, but they're coming out with a debut LP in the very near future. Nice. I think it's either June or July. I'm sorry. I, I've already pre-ordered it. I got the big package that comes with both vinyl, the the hoodie, two shirts, and a bag. But holy crap, super uh, fan right here. Yeah, I I got the text from uh, their agent guy, and I believe set, it was three minutes later. I go, I just ordered the big package. It's so good. <laughs> it's amazing. So what song you got for us? Um, I believe that one is Tell Me Something. This is one of their oh. newer singles. They actually have a brand new single that's coming out on Friday, which is awesome. But um, they've, I think they came out with a new one in May called Talk, but I'm still kind of stuck on the April single. So I'll give you that right now. Uh, I think you're referring to I Spend Too Much Time. You, you said That's t- the one. Okay. Oh, you, sorry. You, you said yeah, Tell Me Something. I, I was like, that's the song I, we just I, heard. I, Yes, I, I spend too much time because that's the one I am talking about now that I look at my notes. <laughs> and uh, here's a quick little snippet of that. God, what a freaking bop. Yeah. My goodness. Like, that is just, that chorus is just infectious beyond all levels. I mean, it's like, I, I, I know this is going to sound like I'm making a dig, and I promise I'm not. Uh, it, I, I do get a little bit of, like, an Adele sort of kind of vibe off of, off of like, the, the lead singer's vocals just a tiny bit. Like, I can hear just, like, a little twinge of that. But, man, that, that just, that has, like synth rock and pop rock just like coming together for like a like a crazy voltron of sorts and it's it's so good it's it's, it's super catchy it's catchy as fuck it really <laughs> and, and i kind of want to dance right now but i don't know if i have the room you got room you so. got room you can do it i'll sit out benny dance dance <laughs> i'm yeah. only like best dancing right there like ottoman so that's as much as i can do right now <laughs> but uh but no yeah so it's like, like not it's a little away from what I usually listen to, um, but I appreciate a good a good beat and a good catchy song, and this is definitely that. So when are they playing? They um, are Saturday, um, right after uh, breakfast for dinner. They play at two o'clock on the main stage. Okay, which is the difficult thing is I've got they're all amazing bands, so it's so hard to tell people to get there early. And but I I 
I'm gonna say it. I'm throwing the best dance party in all of Detroit this weekend. Hell yeah, you are. So are, how did you manage to like build out like the set list? Because I know like that must have been really difficult to like have. I'm, I'm assuming you want insert certain groups groups of bands that are in the same kind of like genre like together, or did you want to like, like spread out that like dance? So like, kind of part. The main stage is kind of the poppier stuff. Okay, gotcha. which is great. I, and I have the the festival stage which is the side stage that I had last year. So I can kind of toss more of the punk stuff. Um, I can't believe how many punk bands I got. I just kind of, instead of using, you know, pop punk, I just call them, I'm like, they're pop rock. And I just, no, no, they're not glitter punk. They're just glitter rock. And I just kept <laughs> saying that. And they, for some reason they believed me. <laughs> so it's, it's nice that I can, um, I also kind of, I love these bands, but I also get out of my own wheelhouse. Cause I'm like, Hey, I would love to have, Laura Jane Grace is our headliner, but we've got Jordy, who is a GLAAD Award nominee for the Best Breakthrough Artist. We've got, that's what I love, is I'm expanding my own horizons a little bit differently, and I'm probably taking a few people there out of their comfort zone as well. That's good, though. Um, So in in terms of designing, like, set times for all of these individuals, Mm -hmm. too, are are, are you giving them all, like, flat 45s? Nope. Okay. It'll be um, early in the day, breakfast uh, for dinners, uh, but a younger band. So I gave them a half hour because if I gave them that 45 minutes, they're opening, they're starting when the gates open. Sure. So it's at least knocking them back a little bit because for everybody's benefit. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. A lot of them, I kind of say, you can do 40, you can do 35, whatever you want to do. Um, at the uh, festival stage, that's kind of a starts on the starts on the half hour and they have about 40 to some punk band's going to be, you know, 30, 35. Yeah. It all works out. Right on. Is, so is there a hard curfew, though, for uh, in terms of, like, when you had to shut the stage down? There is. Okay. Um, and that's on our website. So those hard stops are there. It, at 9 o'clock, we have to have the entire festival shut down. Got it. On Saturday. Just in time for Taylor. Just in time for Taylor. So that way we can <laughs> – actually, we can probably get people out of there before her crowd is out. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. We can get ours into That's the bars. That's gonna be a busy night. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, it's gonna be oh crazy. I didn't actually ask yet, but I'm going. Uh, Shakuna, Benny, what are you doing Saturday? Uh, so Saturday, unfortunately, I have to help my uh, my in laws move, so I I can't go on Saturday. Which oh, that is... sounds like so much more fun. I tell me about it. Sunday. Yeah, but I will be there on Sunday. Uh, because okay. actually, so I, the, the company that I work for is like my day job is actually going to be there as well. They have a uh, they're a key sponsor. Um, I don't nice. want to I don't want to say what it is um, on the podcast, but we can definitely talk about it off podcast. But they're cool. they're a key sponsor, so I have free tickets to go for the entire day. So I'm probably going to be hanging out the. Okay. Uh, going to the side stages and go checking all the stuff out for sure. Yeah. And I, I will tell you right now, I kind of tailored a lot of the stuff that, uh, towards your wheelhouse. So I'm, I'm not featuring anybody from the dance stage. <laughs> you, okay. I wouldn't have been mad I, if you did. I, I, I also didn't book the dance stage. So I oh, know okay. those artists as much. <laughs> we also have another one that's, uh, like, you know, a little bit more hip hop type of stuff. And I also didn't do that. But there's some amazing artists out there too. So that like, and again, these are. It was really hard to nail this, narrow this down to ten ish. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I can only imagine. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What about you, Benny? You and the wife come up Saturday, hang out with me. I'll let you know. I I feel like because <laughs> no, I feel like we have I feel like we have plans, but I'm the worst at remembering things, as you know. Uh, so I, do I don't. That. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to like like say we'll be there for sure because. I don't want to like like 
you know, that's fair. Make a promise fair. there. <laughs> I honestly already forgot when that red jumpsuit's uh, like show was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ben Again, tells me to go to concerts with him and then books like weddings out of state that same weekend. <laughs> yeah, because I how it goes. So yeah, because I booked the wedding, or or or, buy, right. or buys tickets for fireworks and then realizes like, oh, I got to go down to Florida. Apparently, yeah, I'm really you're sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was All a good right. show. It was a great show. All right. for sure. Let's move on. All right. Uh, next one I've got up are Haley and the Crushers. This is like a California punk band. They call themselves Poolside Glitter Punk, and then they moved here. Up Sorry, Haley, I didn't remember this, but maybe about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they just experienced their first Michigan winter after living in California. So oh, again, womp. sorry for that as well. Womp womp. Uh, but oh my God, like I I found these this crew from Flyer. So I found, I'll be looking at one band. I was looking at, you know, Detroit Party Marching Band. And then I looked mm-hmm. and saw a show they did at the old Miami with Haley and the crushes and I looked them up and I was just like, something drew me to this so much. So like I sent uh, Haley a message and I was like, Hey, I'm coming to your show at Bolero. I want you to do this. And I get there and it was great. Just immediately a yes. And I was just like, Hey, yeah. Um, I'm from motor city pride. And she's like, Oh, cool. And I was like, and she's kind of turns to me. And she goes like, like the big one. I go, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to kill it. I've seen them, I think, two or three times now. And these are, I will say this over and over, these are some of the greatest human beings you'll ever meet. And I love her spirit. I love her style. It just, it pops. What time do they play? They're at 4.30 on Saturday on the festival stage. And the great thing is bouncing back and forth between the two, if not four stages, there's always going to be music going on. And so... I've got one that I have been obsessed with since the moment I heard it. And uh, let's uh, rock with their song, Taboo. Let's do it. crazy but like i get like some like uh like almost like new york punk vibes off of this song for sure it feels like it has like a little bit of the, like that suji and the banshee sort of like maybe late joan jet sort of just with but like with a little bit more of a modern twist and uh gosh it is it is rocket man straight this up rocket. one of my favorite songs on the list yeah completely agree with you on that one dan kind of brings me back to like my like my glory days in like the punk scene and again it's which is totally a good thing it's and again it's a i've kind of moved away from like i guess like because like, like punk rock i guess um in my older years um but uh i definitely dig it though for sure it's good stuff very good stuff alex so they're they're 4 30 on saturday and immediately after them we have rodeo boys Ooh. from lansing and this one, so last year, you know, it's my first year. I'm excited. And I text and send a message to one of my old buddies, my old scene buddies from Lansing. And I go, hey, who are you recording these days that would be good for Motor City Pride? And just like Rodeo Boys. 
And so I go to their Facebook and I see a queer as hell rock and roll band from Lansing, Michigan. <laughs> nice. And so my very first message to them was queer as hell rock and roll from Lansing. A, do I have the opportunity for you? <laughs> And last year, they I worked it out so that they could play a set for me and then head over to a show in Hamtramck. And since then, like they played uh, and, uh, NoFX's Punk and Drublick last year in the Detroit date. Uh, they signed with Don Giovanni Records. They're getting ready to release their full their their next record. Um, actually, the weekend afterwards. So there's a on the 16th there's a release party in Lansing and the 17th there's a release party at the Sanctuary, and again I'm going to say it that I love these human beings, but they are. I was told not to repeat any acts on any of the stages, but you did, and oh, that you... was the one because I'm just like a, a year from now I'm not going to be able to get them, and I just love these humans i love this band mm. and uh i love this song and it's called sugar all right let's give it a listen Vocals remind me of when Brody from Distillers doesn't scream. Oh my gosh, I was just about to say something very similar to that, actually. Like, I love it. it yeah. When Brody's not screaming and she's just singing, that's what it sounds like, and I love it. Completely agree. What do you think, Benny? I feel bad. I don't know. So, like, the, the, the band you were referring to, I don't know if I know. Oh, the distillers? That's fine, but what do you is. think of the song, though? <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it, it, it's like slow and then like show vibes, which, which I'm all game for. So it's a, I like it. They put on one of the most amazing shows ever. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, I'm going to brag about the fact that, like, it'll mean something to you guys, but not to the general pride crowd, but uh, they're playing the fest. Oh, oh no kidding. So is, uh, I think, Better Love is. They are, and like two or three of my other the other bands and then like i'll take that as a compliment that i'm booking the right 100%. things heck yeah you are you should definitely take that as a compliment yeah. they're playing with negative approach at the fest too oh Ooh. i just saw them uh this weekend it was just a little side it's out of the podcast anyways yeah. move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and that so one of the great things is i stay friends with all almost every one of my bands and i go see them all the time and um tiff from the rodeo boys sent me a message was like dude you need to get killing pixies for pride this year and so i went to the sh one of the shows that they played together and it was one of those like it was like hey i'm alex from motor City pride and then i was like would you like to play and like i didn't even say the word play and they're like yes <laughs> but these Sweet. this crew is amazing they're out of detroit they just put out a C new cd about three weeks ago called love bite and they just hit up uh, a mini tour and 
again, it was the fastest yes I've ever gotten. And that's one of those things is I don't run into problems because the people that I've been booking want to be there so bad. Nice. It's just you book the right people and you take care of them and realize like the kinder that I can be to you, the better show that I'm going to get. I was just going to say that. Like you obviously had brought yourself a good, amazing reputation that like you bring people in and you draw people to you. So mm-hmm. like pat yourself on the back for that too. Cause it obviously is like based on your hard work that these bands are coming to you. So Yeah. And it's, it's great. Cause I, I, I've got one of my artists that's just like, I can't wait to see you and give you the biggest hug in the Aww. world. I'm like, Aww. See? and like, it's the vibe, these, man. These are my people. <laughs> and like, I broke down here in Lansing a couple of weeks, like about a month or two ago. And like, I sent Tiff a message and I was like, Hey, I'm kind of in a bad place. And like, it was two in the morning. So she's like, Oh, I wish I could have helped you out. But it's just great that we can support each other. But again, killing pixies. Oh, this crew. And they are going to rock us with fork. It's not the most punk song off their uh, new album, but it's, it was their lead single. So I'll just uh, lead with that. Right on. Uh, here's uh, killing pixies with fork. Choose what to abuse the substances that you use. Addicting chemistry, piece together what you left of me. Book in the road, pop the hole in your tire. Got a lot of love for a textbook bar. Dirty mouth, even dirtier car. Took a wrong turn, happiness is far. I left it the right way. Went far down, turn it sideways. So look up from below. You're the you know, this song feels like one of those songs that like you could just like if if the audience knew like all the lyrics to it, like this could be like a very big like sing back and repeat back Dude. to me sort of vibe sort of vibe. Like just uh like I I'm I can't think of a song right now to like kind of match it in terms of like in my own head. But... Which it's very punk rock though. I, I, it, like that in itself is very punk rock, and that's the first thing I, I heard it was like the like the like the, 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 like the singing with like the guitar in the background and it just it's just it's begging to be sung along with it's a campfire sing along like a yeah yeah oh without question yes for sure that's a perfect way to put it uh dan and yeah i'm again i think every single person that goes to like shows or like 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 punk shows shows, it's all about like the gang vocal like all like like, singing along and kind of feeling that connection with not just the artists but people who are surrounding you as well and i feel like this could be a great um, song to do just that. Completely agree. Uh, so, Alex, when are these? Uh, when's this band playing on uh, for Pride? Like what day? Uh, what, they what are time? Three thirty on the festival stage on Saturday. Nice. And again, it's it is nonstop one till nine p.m. Amazing. <laughs> it's uh, you... if I could have written this lineup, I would dud these exact bands. That's awesome. I, I mean, and if, if no one's it so writing far. this down, I'm assuming that this lineup is written on the. Sorry yes. to I'm, I'm assuming yeah. this lineup is written on, on the site. <laughs> yes, it's MotorCityPride.org. Nice. And there you go. Go there. And you, if you're interested in going to the show, we do have an advanced ticket that you can purchase for five dollars plus a ninety-three cent service charge, which will get you in the expedited entry. And we Ooh. did have, um, we were a little bit overwhelmed last year, and with uh, entry and. I heard the wait was longer than most people wanted, but this year we've done about four or five different things to make that faster. Awesome. That's good to hear. Good to hear that you guys are taking uh, feedback from the audience and uh, making things better for people to get on in. That's great. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, so track seven or band seven that you provide band to us. seven, the desert sharks, these girls. Oh, <laughs> oh, you say their singer, um, is, is an old friend. I will admit that I am very biased to good bands that I know. So, um, she grew up here in Michigan and we actually, we were on this Michigan tooth nail street team together. We carpooled once to cornerstone music festival. And so, I think it was in February. I was she she put out, "Hey, our band is putting out a new CD in or a new album in March." And I was like, "Why don't you apply for Pride?" And it's amazing how talented they are and they did an entire they booked an entire mini tour to come out here. And they're coming from Brooklyn, New York, and I Again, it's going to kill me that I probably won't see their set, but I'm going to at least try and sneak over. Um, but they're playing Thursday in Cleveland, Friday in, Friday in Chicago, coming back to Detroit on the 10th. And their new album, The Tower, is amazing. But obviously, we can only listen to one of those. So let's uh, put on Sleepy Pie by the Desert Sharks. Right on. Let's do it. Here you go. So I don't know if this is the right vibe that, that I'm getting off this song, but like the first second I heard this, I just, I almost felt like I was listening to like early versions of Hole and, uh, and, and, and in a totally good way because man, Hole's first record was so freaking good um, that like, I just, I felt like this song, like just kind of almost belonged in it, even though obviously it's not Hole, but it just like, it's. I just I kind of get like that same kind of that same sort of same sort of vibe that goes along with it. Man, it just it takes me back to like uh like a simpler time in sort of that regard. Growing up, this like is also in my alternative one of my scene. favorite songs on the playlist you sent us. I love the like grungy, muddy guitars and the like the harmonic vocals in the backgrounds layered underneath her great vocals. Like, yeah, great song. Super super well done for sure. Nope. Benny, you're muted. I am muted. <laughs> you were so <laughs> muted. So, yeah, we're going to have to cut that out. Um, but <laughs> I don't know how much to add from what they said. I mean, it, it just seems like just very, like, just like, 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 like grungy and, and like, like punk rocky, and I'm all about it. So I liked it. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. So uh, they are playing uh, Winnegan there, uh, Alex? They're, uh, they're 2.30 on the festival stage because I didn't want to have them overlap with what – Somebody that uh, is playing that I'll talk about later, but they are also festing. So again, it's that's that great thing. It's just I love this band. I can't wait to see my friend that I haven't seen in probably seventeen to twenty years. And they're so uh, they're going to tear up my stage. I will tell you that they call themselves Doom Punk. And my pride family, pride and family friendly label is their grunge. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, they are, but they are kind of grungy. I mean, yeah. 
granted, yes, I mean they 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 do call themselves like doom punk in that regard, but it's like I, which is correct. I, I mean, well, sure, yeah, absolutely, but I love it. I love that, it. that sounds it sounds like alternative grunge to me, like any day of the week, yeah. All right. I'm going to throw you an artist that's a little bit out of your wheelhouse. Oh. Oh, uh, this amazing person is named Mama Yaya. Yes. Yes. In uh, 2017, I won a professional award for the uh, for Oakland County. I was 40 under 40 for important things I did. And so, like, one of those guys that I was an awardee with was named Sean Forbes, and mm-hmm. he's a deaf rapper. And that was amazing to see somebody that had some of that background that I could share and I became friends with them. And then from there, I learned about his producer named uh, Jake Bass. And he is an amazing producer in his own right. And he has a famous last name, but I'm going to talk about how amazing he is. And last year, Pride happened and I go, all right, I'm done listening to music for at least I need a break. But once I saw Jake... Uh, posted somebody that was playing at taco fest in royal oak i had to go see her and um so mama yaya is from chicago and she ended up singing on fox's alter ego oh really yeah interesting so you can go on youtube and see this whole futuristic it's like an it's it's like avatar so Mm -hmm. they have an avatar of you and like she says in the in the reveal is like she is not somebody that's you know so much of the entertainment industry is based on looks and like you said she's a plus size woman yeah and that's what and i and she has the most amazing vocals at ever i mean alana's more set i was like it was nick lachey and a bunch of others were just gushing about how amazing it was and so again an testament to how much i stick with my artists one guy that played my stage last year, Anthony J. Fink, who's also in the lineup this year, went with me to Taco Fest to go see her. And essentially, I kind of landed her 11 months ago. And it's just great to say is this set is 11 months in the making. And uh, on Sunday at four o'clock, she plays. But here is one of my favorite songs by her, which is called Devil. All right, let's give it a listen. Last Friday life for me, so you call me the devil. So now I'm the devil. Man, talk just about a, a freaking bop there. My goodness. It's a vibe. That is a such vibe. a vibe. Gosh. Like, I loved it. We, uh, I, I don't know if you listened to the, our most, well, actually, no, we haven't posted it yet, but we uh, we recently did a an episode of The Masked Singer and uh, just talking about like artists that like you wouldn't be surprised or you'd be surprised at how good they can sing, uh, especially, you know, like some of these like D-list celebrities and stuff like that. But like we got back into like talking about T-Pain like not too long ago and just like the idea of like how much that man has been robbed of his beautiful singing voice because of auto tune. And when you hear like raw natural talent like this that just shines through and just cuts like a like a hot knife through butter, 
it's it's amazing to hear that like there's still good vocal talent out there that isn't like massively overproduced and like ran through like five million different voice synthesizers and and audio filters and stuff like that. But you just hear like that raw emotion like just pop through and like gosh that man that I I must have listened to that song at least like three or four times like on my on my drive back home today and like gosh it's 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 so good. You got to see it live. I, I don't. I know. Mean to keep pushing it, but like. You, you, it's even better live. I promise yeah. you that. Right what on. time? Uh, she's 4 o'clock on Sunday. Ooh. Now, Dan, are like, you writing all these down? <laughs> no, I'm going to go to the thing. This is for Just the go listeners. to the website. Yeah. Which, which one's no, in that, that website is, again, Alex? Because, I mean, I'll give someone credit if they wrote, if they've been writing down <laughs> all these dates, all these times. We're, test, we're but, testing uh, you, audience. Okay. Nope, Maybe sure, we can but... have you guys uh, release out that... Uh, this uh, playlist too. Yeah, there you go. Oh, we'll, yeah, we will. We will. Don't worry. Don't you worry about that for sure. If you will. can guess the certain time of a certain band when we announce <laughs> it on our, int- we'll give you a free. I don't know. <laughs> don't don't promise do anything to the audience, Dan. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, so uh, this next one, Boys of Fall. They're a Detroit pop punk band, which again I call just pop rock. Mm-hmm. But they are amazing. Um, so the funny thing was about this band is. I will spend sometimes four or five hours in a night just getting deep into the music and just going down every rabbit hole. And then I just remember I was at, I think it was two 30 in the morning. I ventured onto the their website, which was their manager. And I was like, all right, I'm like their manager is Mark. Woodruff. I'm like, I am going to call this guy in the morning. I am absolutely going to call him in the morning. And in the morning I realize I can't call him cause I'm, working remote and then all of a sudden i check auditions manager at 11 45 a.m the next day and i see a name on there i'm like what is why is mark sounds so familiar and i go oh he submitted better love to play my festival and then i call him like and i was like why do i know this name and i looked it up i'm like i was on his website last night (laughs) And it's That's the funny. strangest thing. And so I'm talking to him about better love and everything. And I was like, this is the whole weird thing. And he goes, he's like, you know, it'd be great. He's like, I got this band from Detroit called Boys of Fall. I was like, That's how I found you. But then um, he's like, Yeah, they play an annual like December Christmas show at the shelter every year. And he goes, I have been trying to push them to do something else mid year. Trying to push it. You don't want to oversaturate your home market. And he goes, this might be the exact cause and the exact show to make them break their rule. Hmm. And what the best part was is I lowballed them so much on money. But he texted me back later and goes, I have never in my life gotten a unanimous yes faster. Wow. And it just shows that like, they're a band that probably wouldn't make the lineup. The average person tried it, but this is going to be one of those things that will be an amazing and special show. And they're motivated. They they want to play this. They want to play and just support the cause. It's just amazing to have that. Okay. And so, you know, it talked to their manager. One of my problems is they kind of have some screamo tones and all that stuff. So if you look deeper beyond my playlist, and I love that, like, their manager was like, what version of it do you want? I'm like, I hate to say this, but like, if you scream, just kind of don't sustain it. 
but <laughs> now they're going to play an amazing set. And these guys, so they are sound checking with me first on Saturday at like 9 a.m. And they're the first of any of these bands that I get to see any part of. So I am so thankful to see these guys. And so I think let's uh, give it a shot with uh, No Good For Me by Boys of Fall. Yeah, let's do it. funny that the song's called you know like no good for me because this song is very <laughs> very good for me i knew you were gonna Sing. say that but no i mean i'm surprised that no one that's that that's probably listening i fucking love this song um it's everything that i i would probably want um in a in a, in a sorry in a alternative a, rock a pop rock pop rock i think pop it, yeah rock uh song um and yeah i really enjoyed it yeah it is it, that brings back such like early like 2000s pop punk vibes it is it's almost like unrecognizable i wouldn't say unrecognizable it, it's it's so recognizable it, it, it fits like a like a nice warm wool sweater you know it's like a nice little safety blanket i dig it daniel me too <laughs> you too i liked it a lot <laughs> what time are they playing uh, they are five o'clock on on Saturday. God, all these and, bands are so early. When are the who's <laughs> playing the night? I mean, we have to shut down by nine p.m. So our headliners are going on at seven. Got okay. it. Yes. And the, here's the great thing: is at three o'clock or at three o'clock, we have a drag show. Ooh. Then we have two bands and then another drag show. So it's going to be unlike any punk show you've ever been to. Dude, that's amazing. It's going to be like what punk show should be. Exactly. Agreed. <laughs> Completely agreed. Sounds awesome. All right. All right. And so will... uh, we got three songs left. Okay. And we're to number 10. Yeah. You guys t- told me to make a playlist of 10 songs. And so yeah. what I am giving you is here is my 10. And then I'm giving you two B-sides. Nice. So these are artists that are not probably <laughs> in your wheelhouse and are going to stretch your boundaries. And you may not like, and that's okay, because it's just not your typical style. But I am ending with my list of 10 with the band that I am most excited to see, um, and that is the Iron Roses. This band, um, so there is a person named Nathan Gray, and I'm going to give a quick lesson here, is um, pronouns matter. Sure. And so Nathan um, has stated out there that uh, Nathan prefers to be called they, them. Okay. Having referred to that person as one way has been very difficult to try and get there, but like it's about respect. And it, what I love is how Nathan is as a vocalist. All the time that they t- have spent in Boy Sets Fire, I just saw them at Furnace Fest in 2021. Um, and then in December 21, Nathan came out with this solo record and this solo record was Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses out on Iodine. 
And then last spring was my first time booking. I had I, I texted the group and I was like, hey, I want you guys to play Pride. I don't know if I can make it work. And I couldn't. And then in August last year, Nathan came out and said, I'm coming out as queer in both my sexuality and gender identity. And all of a sudden I was like, now I won't get any pushback if I spend more than a little bit on a a national artist. But it was, and that was exactly the moment that they stopped being Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses and they just became the Iron Roses. Nice. Which is amazing. And then at Furnace Fest, uh, one of my buddies was working the Iodine Records booth, and I was talking to Casey there. I was like, gosh, I really want to get the Iron Roses. And he goes, you can. He goes, in the spring, email me. I will help you make it happen. And the moment that oh, when they when I landed those guys, I was jumping for joy. And that was the hardest secret to keep for so long. I believe it. They were the bands that I started with. They led to it being told to Mark of Secret Friends. Just, wow. Somebody know, somebody there in Detroit, Motor, Motor City Pride, knows what they're doing. And that's how I got Better Love, which led me to Breakfast for Dinner, which led me to Boys of Fall. And then he helped me land uh, a, one of our co-headliners for Saturday, The Robin Party, which is an entire party dedicated to Robin. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, that's it's going to be oh again the best after party for Motor City Pride is inside at Motor City Pride. So, dancing to Robin tunes. It's, a, yeah. oh my it's gosh. a whole party of Robin music. Just yep. Robin music. Oh, that's amazing. I feel like my wife might enjoy that. She yeah, should. you should come. You should yep. come. Exactly. But I'm going to uh, give you the you know the first radio signal single from uh, the Iron Roses record uh, Rebel Songs, which also has uh, a feature of a certain Rise Against vocalist. Can we guess who it might be? We'll find out right now. Mr. Kim from Rise Against over there. Yeah, you do. <laughs> will he be? A, that's pride. awesome. That's right. Alex, will he be a he pride? Also, welcome to join the <laughs> all these name drops. Hey, I'd like to manifest uh, like vibe, though, man. Just exactly. Keep on manifesting it. Who knows? Yes. So we'll have Chris Caraba there, uh, Tim from Rise Against, uh, also Taylor Swift. I, I mean, honestly, this is going to be the best pride ever. You're turning yeah. pride into. Warp tour, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, same. Agreed. And one of the, one of the things that I love is uh, like when this came out, I was I've got a text message group of like uh, five dudes, and we all we've been talking for years about for, since Furnace Fest, and I was just like, "What do you guys think about the new uh, Nathan Gray record?" Mm-hmm. And to my credit, to his credit, my friend Josh goes, "Well, being a hardcoreish dude," and he goes, "You know, it's a little too generic, a little too poppy for me." And I go, 
I know some people that like generic and poppy, but <laughs> it also is going to stretch the boundaries of uh, the average pride goer to have rebel songs and political songs played. And I just can't wait. And I originally booked them for the side stage and I was just like, there's no way I'm going to miss this set. So they are definitely playing my main stage on Saturday at four o'clock. I mean, to your credit, like you have a large selection of different genres. Like you mm. spread yourself a lot across a lot, a lot of different places, which is a great thing. Um, I think I used to like about this guy who used to book shows um, in, in Windsor. Is he would always book like one hardcore band, like, like one pop, pop punk band, like, like, like one like ska band, and it would always be a collection of different people. Um and a different band, which would bring in a whole different crowd, yeah. like together. So, and I, I'm I'm guessing that's something that, that you, know, you kind of like shooting for because yeah. I'd be like do, doing this and, and building the set list the way you did and building this like lineup the way you did. Um, will probably deliver that. Yeah, you try and cater to every single person, but you have every. It's a it's a challenge. On I mean, beyond the list, we've got we've got a men's choir. We've got. DJs playing. Um, like I said, we've got somebody who was um, part of the De- the Detroit uh, was the Detroit Youth Choir that was on America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. we've got a guy um, named Robert Bannon who was on SNL. We've got it's the diversity in the true sense of the word diversity. I mean, ethnically, orientations, stylistically. Um, we'll even get to rural in uh, my b-sides here but it was it's that challenge you can't you can't please any, everyone so you just do what you can but you well, know what it, i feel it's, like a big part of sorry should go ahead. you're good no i i, I mean but the, the good thing is like it, there literally is something for everyone at this it's it's mm-hmm. not it's not geared towards you know your your own sexual orientation it's it's geared towards just uh, coalescing with people and and just and just and coming together and just having fun and just like yeah. and not worrying about like you know if you're you know gay or straight or trans or cis or whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter it's like we're all human beings and we just like to party. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it's catered to everyone because it's not catered to bigots or transphobic pieces of shit. Fair, but fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's true. <laughs> but there, there ain't no Toby Dan- Keith to this concert. You know, Danny so, can be his authentic self and dance the fucking night away to Rob. Exactly. Well, so I was yeah. going to say this earlier. I mean, so I always felt so when, when I first found like like the punk rock scene, I felt like I belonged because they welcomed like, everyone to that scene. And I feel like, again, I, I, this could be a stretch. Maybe it isn't, but I feel like this like, pride is all about like the diversity and inclusion. And it kind of like, to me, is kind of like how I kind of felt in like finding like the punk rock scene, like finding like people who didn't who didn't care about who you were as, as long as you're a good person. Um, and I feel like it's hopefully this event uh, like, like brings people of the same like a thought because yeah. again, it's it's it sounds like it's being pretty rad. Our you know our the team and we're your entire volunteer organization. Our executive director does a lot of big work to make it inclusive. And there's no VIP. There's no anything like that everybody's there everybody's equal across the board and i love that mm. and we've got we do everything we can like i said we've got the tickets that, that at the door you can try them in advance we have cash because we know some people don't have 
credit cards. It's we do whatever we can to get people in that door. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm not I'm not gonna be VIP. No, no, no. Like I'll pay five dollars <laughs> to get in, but once I meet up with you well, at the stages, I don't become VIP. You're VIP in our hearts. <laughs> so we'll, you know, it'll be our. We'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the he, last two. Right. He might know so those people. Those are my 10. I'm sorry. I'm taking it late, and then I'm making you listen to a couple more. No, so let's go. these are more off-kilter. Um, this one is a band called Little Visits. It's an artist uh, named Noah, and he's an Assemble Detroit resident. Uh, Assemble Sound Detroit resident right now. Um, I, I don't remember which one of his tracks I listened to first. It was either Tomorrowland or I Don't Like Parties, but just something drew me to this. And Motor City Pride will be his entire first show as this project. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It's a little bit frightening for me, but, like, I can tell the artistmanship and, like, he's surrounded by good people. And if you go back and if you look at, uh, I think, Tomorrowland, they've, he recorded an in-studio live version of that. And you might see a certain Michigander in the playing bass or something like that. But oh. it's he's in the right cruise and i had spent more than one message to get him to say yes but i think it was probably just a little hesitation of would it be ready and i was like no you're you're there and i can that is one that i'm really excited to hear and yeah so let's dive into little visits tomorrowland let's get here we go I can honestly say it's not easier for me when the three of you don't wake up in my bed. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, it's because you never invite me into your bed, Danny. I need the California king or queen or whatever, the, the <laughs> giant bed. Yeah, you <laughs> I'm, do. I'm sorry, dude. I'm, I'm sleeping in my car tonight. Oh, <laughs> dude, in true punk rock fashion, I see. Yeah, I do van life. Three nights a week. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, you go to the, all these shows. Like, how do you have time to like go and uh, and and do all go to all these shows, and then also you know your day job and booking and all the other stuff. Like, it's a lot. I mean, coming up, the, no kidding. This week, I've got thrice on Thursday. Yes. Uh, Friday, I there's there's a sh so okay. So I've got a dog. Her name is Moxie, and there's a band named Moxie playing at PJ's Logger House on Friday, so I might go to that show just to get merch <laughs> and see an amazing show. And the Doozers, who are my alumni from last year, are playing. Okay. Which is, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be staying, I'm going to be working, you know, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. for two days, and I was like, why don't I go to two concerts beforehand? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? It's, it's fun. That's, pre that's perfect sense. Yeah, yeah sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, like I said, Little Visits is something I am really excited for, and he's going to blow up and be gone. And it's one of those, uh, 
hopefully uh, he remembers that I gave him his first show and pushed him in the right direction. So that way, when he's as big as, you know, Beyonce, he doesn't charge us $24 million. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Or, you know, when he opens up for Taylor Swift, you know, you get yes. uh, he gets you, he gets you tickets to the show. At the least, I want a guest list. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That I, I think that's yes. more than fair. No, yeah. but the, the track is is really, really fun. It's uh, it's a good time. Uh, it's, it's definitely got that same kind of pop rock sort of vibe to it, but it's, it's super danceable. Uh, and, uh, th- that guy's vocals are absolutely phenomenal. Really, really dig it. Benny, yeah. your thoughts. So I was talking and I, you... I was, I was muted again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked out because yeah, I thought you were just chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, and well, my mouth was covered by the mic. So if you were looking at me you probably wouldn't have noticed i was you know <laughs> it does look like bubble gum it does it totally but does it was more on the on the popular side but i mean it, it definitely it, it's again it, as you kind of point out alluded to earlier it it definitely is outside of my like like normal i guess like, like listening but I still, I, still, I still dug it i mean again it's a i might listen to like more uh, i definitely want to hear more so i definitely will look into more of the catalog and see if I can find any more gems in there. You have to understand, Alex, we've been using this podcast as like an opportunity for us to like break yeah. Benny out of his comfort zone with a lot of bands. He's probably never heard of his entire life. Uh, just this year uh, was the very first time he ever listened to Amberlynn's cities. Uh, so, and that was, yeah, it was one of those, like, yeah, it was like a breakthrough moment for him. He's like, Oh, wow. I, I never, I never heard this band before. I'm like, how have you never heard of Amberlynn? Never seen them? <laughs> he, also heard, he also heard Hot Rod Circuit for the first time and loved him. So like, <laughs> wasn't yeah. there May too? Yeah, we, yeah May. We, oh, did, okay. we did. We did. We did listen uh, to uh, so the Everglow. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It, so the... that's a joke because I actually despised Hot, Hot Rod Circuit. <laughs> oh, he did. He did. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the last track. Broke Danny's All heart. Right. So this love last day. This la- for so for a couple of years, I lived in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and so I actually got a deep appreciation for some bluegrass there. And, and why not? This is, uh, I brought an artist back with me, um, uh, Lara Helene. Uh, the pronouns here are here are he, him, or they, them. Okay. Um, and Lara, L-A-R-A-H. Lara has one of the most hauntingly beautiful vocals I have ever heard in my life. When I heard them sing for the first time, I think it was April or May last year, and I tried to get them to come to Motor City Pride, but Lara was releasing their EP, because as you can imagine, June is a busy month for a lot of our uh, queer artists. can only imagine, yeah, for sure. And so after that came, I was just like, I'm going to get you next year, and I had Lara apply, and my entertainment director said when he opened up that audition tape and just listened to it, he said, Darius said he just stopped dead in his tracks. Wow. And this, again, is something that is out of the wheelhouse for a couple punk rock guys, but when you play this one, and again, I'm hoping I can catch this tune, but this is... Uh, Alcohol for Roses by Laura Helene. All right, let's give it a listen. Why did you choose the bottle over me? The pain you caused now overshadowed by 
Are they playing Saturday? No. Sunday? They're Sunday at 3.30. Uh, and here's the difficult thing is, uh, uh-huh. I think in about a month or two, they're, they're moving to New York City. Oh, no. But let's just say we probably laid the groundwork for a tour stop because obviously if, if anybody hears those vocals they're going to go see them again oh without question yeah that that is a that's a breakup song if i ever heard one that is you can hear some like some deep deep pain in that voice and uh it 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 shines through gosh it is so it's like a mac truck just hits you yeah i have to agree with that too my goodness yeah, that... yeah I, I i don't i again i'm gonna have to miss their set but i've sent a message that said i can at least make it over for your sound check in the moment you see me i'm begging you please play this song. <laughs> please <laughs> please and, and what i one of the things is um lara just went on a tour around south by southwest with uh paisley fields one of them our stage alumni from my very first year yeah and then they're on Don Giovanna Records with the Rodeo Boys. And so, like, what's amazing is there's so many intertwined things kind of happening here. Um, one of the members of the Iron Roses posted up, hey, I'm playing Motor City Pride. And one of the Desert Sharks girls goes, what the fuck? We're playing, too. <laughs> and I had I chimed in on Instagram. I said, and your sets don't overlap for some reason. <laughs> but it's just what I love is when bands are excited to see the other bands on your lineup yeah like i said i get there's a lot of flack because we don't get a-listers that we can't afford but it's you when you're there and you hear this lineup front to back on all four stages not just the two that i'm focusing in on but it is going to be an amazing time for everyone. It really does sound like it for sure. Okay, so I have to ask, uh, when uh, when do you start planning for for next year's festival? Is it like as soon as like the, the you guys pack up for this one? Is it like you're back to work for the next one? We kind of give it uh, officially. We give it a month, kind of just. I last year I gave it a month, and then like it was Fourth of July weekend for Taco Fest last year was when mm-hmm. I heard Mama Yaya, and I. Just, I walked up to her afterwards and I was like, I'm probably getting bumped to main stage and you're coming with me. <laughs> but so essentially the looking comes then there's artists that I couldn't get this time. Like the iron roses mm-hmm. booking agent said, you could check out this artist. And I was just like, this is amazing. And if they hadn't been playing in Kentucky Saturday, I was going to get them. But can I, can I ask who it was? Uh, yeah, it's, it's an artist named Adeem the Artist, who is amazing. Oh. And um, I'm now a subscriber on Patreon to them. Heck yeah. Oh, nice. I'm a fan for life. They they just got off tour with uh, the Mountain Goats. Oh, I, nice. I want to see Adeem so much. And in the group chat that I was talking with uh, today, one of our friends, like, he's, he goes, uh, does anybody know an artist like the Zach Brown band? I need it for professional reasons so like a deem the artist and it's i i can't stop listening and the biggest downer is how many artists i was you know we got the hint like hey we could get this person mm-hmm. and i was that i re-listened to their lineup their hit singles and i fell in love again and then we, that fell through and then well let's listen to this person and no and a is that's going to be my mama yeah yeah next year where i go you're i i've got you 
but again this weekend i've been preparing 11 months we we hit the ground running really in january is when we open up applications and we yep. start then uh this year we did there's a united states association of prides and so we went to a conference in uh minneapolis this year i don't know why we went to minneapolis in january but we did <laughs> sounds fun that's yeah. that sounds great so, but it was great because i got to meet um a couple agents uh one of the managers so the, our our main headliner and again I, I didn't really talk about those headliners but we've got sienna liggins who is from saginaw lived in detroit is now in, in atlanta she is blowing up right now nice uh, we've got the robin party is co-headling saturday sunday's headliner is jordy and he um so he redid um that 90s song story of a girl yes but did it story of a boy oh right on and it's amazing and um i i'm so excited to have that if i hadn't been in minneapolis and taken that extra step and I, you know motor city pride helped me out with it but i paid out of pocket for some of that expense mm -hmm. and that's the that's just the dedication that you have and mm -hmm. i also got to see semi-sonic when i was there which is a they were a bucket list band. I wrote a bucket list once of all the bands I had to see, and they had pretty much broken up. Yeah. And that was that one That's that I needed that. to see. <laughs> but it's, yeah, we start, give it a couple of weeks, and then mentally I start then. But we really start, hit the ground running in, in January. Because I always hate when artists, people are commenting on my posts a week out. Uh, how do I play at Pride this year? You missed it by nine you're months, six, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're six months late. So, but it's, it's great that we can have this, this entire festival and just a place where Danny, as well as everybody else can be their authentic self. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, me being an ally, I get to serve a community and yeah. one more ally on that stage, working that day, working those 16 hour days means one more person of the community can go and enjoy themselves. And it's great that I can bridge that gap and I can mm. kind of know what the value of some of our artists are and stretch that budget thin, but it's really to everybody's benefit. And it's, I, I had negotiated really hard with a lot of our acts, but a lot of them gave hometown discount discounts or it's, it's amazing. Just looking at this, I've went through a million different iterations of this lineup front to back and i'm i couldn't be prouder yeah i mean honestly just listening to the the songs that you presented so far alex have just been absolutely amazing yeah. and, and it shows like it, your your dedication to your craft and uh your ability to have not only a, a good ear for what sounds good to your audience but also finding something that's also eclectic enough to where people can like find something, uh, even if like they don't aren't like big into Mama Yaya, which I can't yeah. imagine why you wouldn't be because goddamn, yeah, goddamn, who is that? Yeah, who is this? Like like goddamn, that voice is incredible. Uh, but um, there's there's some there literally is something for everyone to to find something to connect to, and and I'm always a I've always been a big proponent of the idea of like music is just it's the great connector of humans, right? Um, that there's, there is, you could not know any language, but you could hear music and you could find some way to connect to another human being. And, uh, gosh, if, if these artists don't have that, that connection, that, that, that it just fits so well with pride. I mean, you really have outdone yourself this year. So, I mean, just, just a, a big, just hats off big round of applause. Like you've done quite well, man. And, and I know obviously yeah. the show hasn't happened yet, but I am 
ecstatic to go and see yeah. some of these bands perform. And uh, you've 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 turned me on to a lot of new stuff that I haven't heard myself either. And uh, man, <laughs> I'm I'm jazzed. I really am. So so great yeah, work to you. Great a work. Great pride, and I'm yeah. very excited because uh, it's going to be great music. But also, mm-hmm. we're all allies. And yep. If you are not, you can go fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. The LGBTQIA, I feel like there's more, so I'm going to say plus. plus. Community plus. is amazing and mm. always needs support and don't be a dick. Yeah. Seriously. And it's like our executive director says, this is not a music festival. This is a festival with music, but I would go to this if it was a music festival. Same. Don't forget the dance stage. And again, like I don't mean to ignore that. And trust me, I could... I could have made a 20 song playlist or more, but I, I had to narrow it down and it just kills me that I needed to, but everybody, trust me that front to back, this is going to be amazing. So uh, Alex, where can we find out more information about pride? Because obviously we're releasing this prior to the festival starting. So uh, give us, give us the details where, where can we find all the stuff. Motorcitypride.org is the place to go. And uh, her plaza this weekend is way cooler and way cheaper than going to see Taylor Swift. Aww. <laughs> Sorry, Swifties. Uh, also, too, uh, you mentioned there was a, a ticket discount as well. Yes? Uh, there's a there's a tickets for $5 online. It's, just, it's what it is across the board. So if you can buy those in advance, you'll get in faster. If you have to buy it at the gate, we'll accept credit cards and uh, cash on the spot. But do yourself a favor and do everybody a favor and buy that in advance, and you can get in through the uh, fast line. And go check out some awesome so music. The discount is actually just your time, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which that's still a good I'm discount. Sure I will appreciate. No, I, I totally understand that. So, good for you for, for delivering options to people. Yeah, and, and and thank you guys for having me on the show. It's great to just chat with some uh, dudes about the best lineup in town. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Uh, Honestly, it's the best best show uh, I've show live I've heard in quite some time, and this is yeah. uh, I'm super excited to go for sure. Yeah. All right, and we'll see you this weekend uh, at Heart Plaza. Hell yeah! Where, where can we find you? Um, I am on the uh, Instagram. I'm a Delavan. It's a D E L A V A N with an at at the beginning. Ooh! You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost on all of the stuffs. Benny, where can we find you? And I guess you can find me at all the stuffs um, at Benny and the Wax. And you can find me anywhere at the stuffs and things as well at the Big Shakuna. You can also go to our website, which is www.bsideourselves.com for all of our playlists, including this amazing one that Alex put together for us, as well as our merch, our socials, and pretty much anything else that is related to the podcast. Once again, that is bsideourselves.com. And with that being said, it's time to. Flip the record over. Okay. Happy Pride, everybody.